0: t
1: In the first four, 93
0: 82 over Bryant in the battle of 16 seeds. Notre Dame is headed to San Diego as Atkinson's put back with less than two seconds to go in double overtime gives Notre Dame an 89 87 win. (laughs) For For the fourth time. Hour three,
2: T-Row in the morning show. It's a Thursday, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Also known as National Skip School because you don't feel well and want to watch the first round of the NCAA Tournament Day. We're brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. They got a little bit of everything, and their brands are all best in class. Had Extreme Outdoor Equipment under one roof or just outside. You could buy a zero-turn mower to cut your grass, a tractor with loader and brush hog to work your land, a four-wheeler, side-by-side, or UTV to take you hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. I think they also sell hedgehogs as well. And if you want to get away from it all, they can help you there, too, with the purchase of a new travel trailer or the rental of a motorhome. Go see our friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. We are proud to have them as our sponsor here on the T-Row in the Morning Show. What do we got here? Three hours or so, a little over three hours to the dance commences? Correct. And uh, we are giving you all the first-round winners today. Specifically, I am. And, uh, TJ, I think we have three games left. Let's finish this off. Finish strong, TJ. 840,
1: tip-off on CBS out of the East Region. A 7-10 matchup. What Murray game.
2: State versus San Francisco. What a game this is. This is not one that's going to catch a lot of headlines because nobody's a Power 5 team, but this will be a great basketball game the racers the Murray State racers have won 20 games in a row they've only had two losses all year one of those was at Auburn no shame in that San Francisco back in the tourney after a 23-year drought great backcourt Khalil Shabazz one of the great names in this tournament good defense for San Fran close game this will be a thriller Murray State is my pick I've gone back and forth on this game I'm going with Ja Morant and Murray State TJ
1: next Ja no longer there uh Hmm. next game 850 tip off on TBS out of the East Region 413 matchup UCLA
2: versus Akron I believe it's Akron Akron um UCLA is a traditional power, TJ. John Wooden coached at UCLA. They went to the Final Four last year out of the play-in game. This year, they're a four seed. Highly ranked across the board. Kin Palm, all those metrics and everything. They've got the core back from that Final Four run last year. UCLA is the pick It'll be an easy win for the Bruins.
1: Am I the only one that doesn't like Ken Palm's name?
2: What's Ken Pomeroy?
1: I don't like it. You don't uh, like Pomeroy or you don't like Ken Palm? I don't like Ken Palm. Uh no. last game of the day, an eight fifty-seven tip off on True TV. Midwest region matchup, a one sixteen Kansas versus the Red Hot Texas Southern Rattlesnakes.
2: Kansas is the pick here, and I'll tell you what, um, I'm not a Kansas fan. I I, I hope they get beat by Texas Southern tonight. That'd be hilarious. But if Remy Martin has decided to play basketball this year, Kansas might win the whole thing. Like, he showed up in Kansas City. He's been a non-factor for them this year. He was the preseason player of the year in the Big 12 out of Arizona State where he was the Pac-12 player of the year and could not get on the floor for Bill Self. He was disruptive. He wasn't playing defense. They put him on the bench. They didn't even suit up for several games. It was a mystery. Then all of a sudden, he's playing in Kansas City, and he's playing great. You add that to Ochai Abaji and everything else, they may win it all. I'm not rooting for him. I'm just saying, Remy Martin's a difference maker if he's going to play like that. But as tonight goes, Kansas is an easy pick. And there you go, Teach. There's your opening day winners for the NCAA tournament. And I'm exhausted. Take it, TJ. I got to lay down. Well, I'm going to uh, uh,
1: punch in this guy real quick because he has a question, and then we'll let him get about his exhausted. day. Uh, Doc exhausted. B is on hold, and Doc B has a question for you regarding the Doc B pizza party and what time that starts on uh, this weekend. All right. All right. Go ahead, Doc.
2: Hi, Doc. Hello. How are you, Doc? How you doing, Toby? I'm good. How are you, Doc? Fine. Good. How about that win yesterday, Doc? Close one, huh? Yep. Yeah, Needed it. going, right? That's right. That's exactly right. They haven't lost with you in the house yet this year, Doc. That's The
1: pizza party. We're to start, Terry. The pizza party on the bone.
2: I don't really know the answer to that, Doc. The game is at 2 o'clock, so I want to say 2 o'clock. Well, I think they'll start the party
1: earlier, though. Let's say one o'clock. If works? Johnny's listening, he can let us know. But this
2: is a pizza party. Usually, start before the game. Well, you
1: want to be sure to have a couple of slices, and then uh, you know, be ready to go for the game. You don't want the pizza party to start right at uh, first pitch, do you?
2: I don't know. I've never been to the no, pizza no. party. I need her it. so me you. Doc B, it's your party, Doc B.
1: What time do you want it to start? Ain't no party like a Doc B party till Doc yeah, B's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can up for me. It began. Right. We'll,
2: well, we'll
1: one, put in a request
2: for 1 o'clock. I think it's a BYO pizza. So, uh. Hey, hey Doc does B does not just bring Doc his own pizza. No, no, I got pizza that. party. No, I completely understand. I can, make, I can make an appearance,
1: right? I can make an appearance. You can make an appearance, right? I got you got to. My party.
2: Yeah, no, no, no. I Absolutely, we want you to make an appearance. I'm just wondering. Is Doc, like Norm, whatever tailgate he shows up to, they just throw pizza at him? Yes, absolutely. Because it's his pizza party. Maybe but, a whole pizza. I mean,
1: able to get this out, you be there.
2: I've been saying this for years, but I got to do it this year. We got to call a Saturday game from the berm sometime this year. If for no other reason, so I can eat pizza while I home. <laughs> That's the whole thing. It? <laughs> okay, take care, guys. I right, see a you, doc. You been to the Doc B Pizza Party, by the way?
1: Um, I sort of had a Doc B Pizza Party uh, Sunday at the game. He stood next to me almost the whole game, talking to me.
2: I don't know what happened yesterday, uh, about an hour and a half before the game, but I was in uh, the booth preparing. And I had my window open in front of me, and I heard screaming and shouting and expletives coming from down the right field line up on the concourse (laughs) from one of the food vendors. From a food vendor? Yeah, well, I think so. It was in that area anyway. You you know the rant in Christmas Vacation that Chevy Chase goes on? (laughs) Yeah, about a bonus check? That's what it sounded like. Really? It was an unbelievable expletive-laced tirade. And, and I was like, I'm staying away from that, whatever that is. And this wasn't during a break where George was out of the booth. No. Okay. This okay. was nobody was there but me and the food vendors. This is like oh, an hour and a half is, Oh, I gotcha, I
1: gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Huh, I was about to request that one of the yard birds call in and let us know what happened, but, but a no, nobody were, was in. Cal the uh, Gates gates were weren't there. open yet. Uh, Cal can get in without the gates being open, so maybe he was sitting That's there. True. But That's he's not true. awake right now. He, he let me know the other day. He says, don't tell Toby, but I don't get up before your show's <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> he's living the retired life. Yeah, he is. The day's coming where I don't do this show anymore at some point, and I'm not waking up till 10 a.m. either. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> 10 a.m. and then who, biscuits and gravy. Whoever does this show next, I apologize. Uh, 72 and windy today thunderstorms this afternoon i was thinking about hitting uh top golf today but that doesn't coincide with thunderstorms very well. well i've got spring break duty today uh chloe is uh on spring break well all my kids are on spring break but she's the one that's actually in not in college right so Jenny's been trying to keep her entertained every day, you know, do something with friends or take her here or there or shopping or get your nails done or whatever. We're not, you know, didn't go anywhere exotic for spring break. Dad's got to work, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but I'm off today. I got no games to call today. So uh, Jenny says, you've got Chloe today for spring break. I said, all right, great. I said, last night I told her, you know what we should do today, Chloe for spring break? She said, what's that dad? I said, I'm going to do exactly what I think you want to do today. We're going to watch basketball all day long. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But I know you would like to do that. So for you, we will sit here on the couch and watch basketball for 12 to 14 consecutive hours. And she rolled her eyes walked away. So. <laughs> Loser. I was thinking top golf maybe. That sounds like it could be. Top up for golf all is of us. something you could
1: yeah. go do and have fun and there's televisions to watch the games.
2: They did a little midnight bowling with uh, Trevor the other night, I think. Her and some of her friends that uh, were over here. Midnight bowling. Midnight bowling.
1: What kind yeah. of wild household are you running? N- hey, I nothing. Was in bed. Barry Trammell has told you for years, nothing good happens after midnight tobe.
2: Tomorrow, uh, yeah, that's right, but what are you going to do? I was asleep. (sighs) Anyway, hey, how about that baseball crowd yesterday, too? It was a Wednesday 2 o'clock game, and people kept showing up, and I was like, what's going on? That was their their,
1: uh, stay-in-town spring break trip for the day with the
2: kids, yeah. It didn't dawn on me until, like, the third, fourth inning. I was like, oh, it's spring break, and everybody's desperate for something to do. Beautiful day. So, yeah. There was 1,100 people there yesterday. That's awesome. That's great. It was great. It was a fun atmosphere. Got a good baseball game, a close one. Got four home runs by the Sooners. That was a good day. And uh looks like uh, Friday's going to be cold but Saturday, Sunday look like there'll be nice weather days, too, this weekend when the privateers come to town. Looking forward to that. Uh, TJ. Toby. I got bad news for you. Well, I don't like bad news. Buck and Aikman mm-hmm. together again in the Monday Night Football yeah, booth. It's officially official now. You hate Monday Night Football. I just... And now your favorite broadcast team is doing it. I know. And I'll now
1: I'll tune in for more Monday Night Football. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this. I'll tune in to less Peyton and Eli football. How about that?
2: Wow. What a coup for Monday Night Football. This is big time. You hate it, don't you? You want him <laughs> not, on that Fox I want him on that game. Fox <laughs> afternoon game, man. Yes, it's bugging
1: me, okay? I don't like it. You I don't like the Monday fact that— You Football to die. I, I, I want ESPN to die. There's a part mm-hmm. of me that wants to bring down the uh, sports giant that is ESPN, and that does not help any. That's a good hire. I like those two guys. I like them together. I think they do a great job.
2: I got bad news for Dadgummit, you. Damn it! I know ESPN's not going anywhere. You don't know this because you're not as tight in the industry as I am. But ESPN is owned by Disney. I know, and you are a massive supporter of Disney. I'll be on a Disney cruise in a couple of months. That's right. So you are keeping ESPN alive. <laughs>
1: point i'm staying at a i'm staying at a disney resort for a night before the cruise and then hopping on a disney ship so you're you're correct
2: yeah so look in the mirror buckaroo
1: wearing a mickey mouse shirt
2: (laughs) (laughs) we'll take a break it is a thursday morning the dance starts in three hours we'll be back the t-row in the morning show
0: is powered by extreme outdoor equipment your full-line dealer for bad boys, zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35
2: at Goldsby, Exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle, Tuttle Exit 108. W and TJ back with you on The Ref
1: This Hour, brought to you by R.K. Black. Your leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses right here in Oklahoma and Kansas. Not sure why they're dabbling with those guys up there, but they'll help you out, Kansas. Facts, printer, scanner, document management, network solutions, so much more. 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Let's see here. Scroll down to the latest one. Good morning from Texarkana. What's the better spring sports song, March Madness or the Masters? March Madness well, has
2: two, kind of, so. The, the answer is one shining moment. hmm And then you got the two themes that are both iconic. So it's a tie for second. I do love the Masters. Man, I mean, you hear that Masters theme, and you're immediately, you feel better about the world. You just fall into peace. Go ahead, TJ. Hedgehogs from
1: a USDA breeder are best if cooked medium, is what this texture says. Come on now. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Leave Sonic alone. Uh this texture says politely asking if the Bowl Mania prize stuff is ready. Wow. Yeah. Um come on. Yes, send someone by. I will get it ready for you. Look! How about mailing it to the person? I cannot tell you. This is not on me at this point. I cannot tell you how many times I've asked at this point. And now, the main person that I would need to Boss lady. Boss lady I've asked several times. Trevor's looked at me and said, oh, yeah, yeah, we got some stuff. We'll get it put together and get it to you. Um, Come on, people. uh, Yes, I have not forgot about you, Winner. Uh, but if you want to send someone by, I will have that ready for you today. Perry, get my prize pack ready from the Bowl Mania Challenge. Jeez. Jeez. uh The coach K takes an L. Sounds like Toby a little bit.
2: Hang on a second. I right, queue it up. Hang on a
0: second, teacher. Coach K takes an L.
1: A little bit. I can see that.
2: You know, Coach K takes an L. get that little gravel there. Yeah. I get a little gravel in me sometimes. Oh, go ahead. That's Jones
1: Angel. He's been on this show. Good morning, TJ, T-Row, and Baker. Who cares what people think? Go to Indy. Make it happen. Yeah, a lot I'm more talk so with might. that. You were bringing it up yesterday. There's a so. lot more talk. Oh, According to it. reports, if true... Baker's choice destination, if he's not in Cleveland, is the Indianapolis Colts, if reports are true.
2: Well, I don't doubt that. The question is, do the Colts want him? That's the question. It's that or and Jimmy I hope, G? I hope the answer is yes. But I don't know. We'll see.
1: Will you be all right what if it's uh, Garoppolo?
2: Uh, better than nothing, but not. I would rather have Baker than Jimmy G. If we can't have Baker, then I'm fine with Jimmy Garoppolo. What about Deshaun Watson? No. No part of that? I don't want no part of that. Not up in here? Not up in here.
1: Carol would like to know, is there a Rudy's show tonight?
2: Yes. Two of them. Uh, Chris Plank, Curtis Lofton, Teddy Lehman for the huddle. Chris Plank, Patty Gasso. And Skip Johnson, I believe, for the Sooner Sports Talk. Patty Gasso at Rudy's tonight, TJ. I think that's right. Chris will know for sure. So Softball Nation, you can see the GOAT in person tonight at Rudy's. 7 o'clock.
1: Last one I've got here. Good morning from beautiful Clearwater, Florida. Toby, you must have stayed up all night working on those game previews.
2: Am I right? All night. That was pretty good. Don't you, you got to admit, that was a pretty good segment right there. That I broke it down for everyone. So You've been inspiring again. on more than one occasion today, that's for sure. I'll tell you what was inspiring, TJ. I'm not joking anymore. I went over to talk to Mike Kozlowski yesterday, who was, by the way, fantastic in Monsters. Inc. I, I was about to agree. say the
1: same. Man, you stole my line. Dad gummit. <laughs>
2: Head coach at Air Force. I was a little scared to approach him. He's an intimidating man, TJ. But I gathered up the fortitude, and I'm glad I did. We had a great conversation. I wanted to ask him. The reason I wasn't even recording, I just wanted to ask about the plane. I thought that might be something I could talk about in the broadcast yesterday. This is back when I thought I was only doing a radio broadcast. I didn't know I'd have George Frazier with me. I need very little to talk about when I have George Frazier with me. (laughs) That's right. Uh, So I wanted to ask him about the plane, the Air Force Two that they brought to Norman. And he was like, ah. He was like, I don't, you know, some people get mad about things like that. He's like, I don't know why they do. If we don't bring one of our planes, then we've got to pay to, you know, fly commercial or whatever he's like we might as well bring one of our planes but some people are like tax dollars are being spent to fly the air force baseball team or he goes he gets a little sensitive i was like all right we don't have to talk about that he goes i'll tell you what though we're going back tonight and they're going to take a test at six o'clock in the morning then they're going to be in class till noon and then we're going to get on a c-130 and fly to vegas and he goes now that's cool he he was much more excited about hopping in the c-130 than uh the vice president's plane. so anyway he talked about his team and i was like has anybody got special stories on this team or anything he's like uh yeah all of them (laughs) they're all soldiers Yes. he goes they they all are going to be astronauts or rocket scientists or doctors or he goes this is the most amazing uh group of young men and on and on maybe you saw the tweet i put out last night uh i said something about thank you for For coming to Norman, uh, I like the fact that you guys play big time teams. Because last year they beat LSU. Uh, This year they play Texas down in Austin. They beat LSU in Baton Rouge. Uh, They every year play two or three big time programs on the road. And he looked at me and dead serious. He goes, "Listen, my guys raise their hand to show that they are willing to die for this country." You think they're scared to play baseball yeah, on the road? Excellent point there. They are completely they, they don't care about going to Texas or LSU or a rowdy crowd. It's like they're signing up to take bullets, man. I was like uh enough said. I stand uh I stand aware now uh a little more. So it was a uh enlightening and uh, humbling conversation with the uh, Air Force coach. And uh, I'll be rooting for them the rest of the way now. So cool. I mean, we talked about this, I think, yesterday. about When the Army came to town for football. There was a cool moment before the game yesterday. Air Force was going through batting practice. And an AWACS plane flew over. And they all stopped what they were doing. And... We're pointing at the AWACS plane. AWACS, AWACS, <laughs> and several of them like stopped and saluted. And I, I don't know if that, uh, you know, maybe that's something out in Colorado where they don't see a lot. I don't know. And those are stationed at Tinker. I, I could be completely wrong about that. I'm just by their reaction, it seemed like something special for them to see. You know, so it could be. I could be completely wrong. Maybe they got a whole. Uh, you know, dozens—I don't know—but they were all very ha- happy and excited to see the AWACS plane fly over yesterday. So, what'd you just that do
1: to it. your connection just the last minute or so? Oh, it looks, looks
2: like it's uh, bouncing. Yeah, you've here. gone max headroom suddenly. So I don't know. Hmm. Well, we better take a break. I'm we'll trying to fix this. Whatever's going on. T-Row in the morning show. We'll be back the ref network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at brown o'haver fire wind theft tornado we can help call 405-735-5510 what do you think we
1: Call you on the phone or is this acceptable nah you probably have to call me on the phone yeah i don't know what's going on calling you on the phone i bet a leprechaun got into your line Toby's going to call us on the phone. Welcome back, everybody. It is the opening day of the NCAA tournament. you got a couple of hours, uh, two and a half hours or so, to get signed up for the um, Ref's Bracket Challenge. Just go to ESPN.com, search, uh, log in under your ESPN account, and then search for the group, the Ref Bracket Challenge. Challenge brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems, serving all of Oklahoma's roofing needs. Craig Cox and the guys over there are going to... Uh, Give the winner of the bracket challenge a 55-inch smart TV. If you need a uh, great roofer, free quotes, bonded and insured, call them in the Oklahoma City area, 405-361-3094, Tulsa, 918-984-5475. Uh, once you find the group, the ref bracket challenge, they'll ask you for the password, the-ref, dash all lowercase, then it should put you into the group, which we've had hundreds sign up for. Let's make it thousands in the next two hours.
2: Wow. Big ask. I'm going to ask you about the Big 12 teams one at a time, and you tell me how far, what's their limit, what's their cap. How far can they go, okay? Okay. TCU.
1: I think they're around of 32, but if they got going, they could reach the Sweet 16. I just don't see that. So I say a one-win team in the tournament.
2: They play Seton Hall. If they win that, they got to play Arizona. Right, yeah. So
1: I don't see them winning that game. Won it most.
2: I did not pick them to win their opening round game. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, I haven't seen Seton Hall play a bunch. But uh, I might change my mind on that before tip-off. But I feel like TCU has a kind of accomplished its goal. By getting into the tournament, you know? Like they're going to be happy to be there. And, uh, I don't know. I, I was really torn on that game. They played great in that opening game of the Big 12 tournament against Texas. And um, so they're capable of playing some really good basketball. But I did not pick them to win today. What about Iowa State? This is one of the most interesting teams, I think, to try to figure out. And games.
1: Yeah, I've got them winning that first game against LSU because I'm not sure where LSU's head will be with the coaching situation and all that. LSU's the better team and should win this game, but I don't have them winning it. I have Iowa State winning that first game. Same as TCU, I just can't see them knocking off Wisconsin, so I see them as a um, a one-win team in this tourney.
2: That's me trying to figure out what to do with this game because – I picked LSU, but they're a mess right now. But Iowa State in, what, two of their last three or four games scored 36 against Oklahoma State and 41 against Texas Tech. I mean, they were putrid down the stretch. That being said, they almost beat Baylor at Baylor in that stretch, too. I don't know. I think Iowa State's been so bad late, and they barely got in, and they've been told how bad they are, and nobody's picking them, that they just might win a game. A game. I don't know. I've picked LSU for now. I might change my mind on that. What about Texas?
1: Texas, I think they got a bad draw, bad seeding. Actually, not a bad seeding. I think they're probably about a sixth seed. Uh, Virginia Tech's a hot team right now. I do have Texas winning that first game. It will not surprise me if Virginia Tech beats them. But Texas doesn't get past Purdue on that next round. So, again, a one-round one, one round team.
2: They've got guards that can shoot. That makes you dangerous in this mm-hmm. tournament. That does. I uh, And Chris Beard, obviously, has had success in this tournament. Mm-hmm. But I also have Virginia Tech. I think they're just the hot team right now. What about Texas
1: Texas Tech, I loved their draw. I love where they're sitting on their side of the bracket. I have them getting to the Elite Eight. I had them beating the Duke. I I had them beating, uh, beating Duke. I, I changed that. Remember on that second one when I said I didn't so like my bracket. Got to
2: go to the Sweet Sixteen.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, Sweet 16, not Elite 8, I'm sorry, uh, because Duke and Gonzaga would play then in the Elite 8. So I did have them in the Elite 8 losing to Gonzaga, so I think that's where they're at, a Sweet 16, possibly Elite 8 team. Um, I went back to Duke and the sentimental and the way I think that game may get called, so I'm going to go Duke there, but it's not going to surprise me if they're an Elite 8 team.
2: Completely agree with everything you said. They're size and defense is so good that they'll overwhelm, I think, their first two opponents. Mm -hmm. Now, Alabama is a good team, but I think Tech will beat them. And I think if it wasn't Coach K's final year and all the, you know, potential magic that could surround him, I'd pick him to beat Duke too. But I'm completely with you. I got Tech to the Sweet 16. But capable of being a Final Four team, I think. But that defense, like, their upside is they are good enough to go to the Final Four. Yes. I don't know. They're not very skilled offensively, but they are so... They're going to be a really tough prep on a short turnaround for teams. Baylor.
1: Hard to figure out, but I've got them going all the way to the Elite Eight. But I... I really pondered a long time on that UCLA-Baylor matchup that would be in the Sweet 16. I ended up going Baylor, but I didn't feel great with it. But I've got them going all the way to the Elite Eight, and I think that's as far as they can get. I think they overachieve if they get back and get to the Elite Eight.
2: Getting LJ Cryer back, if they do, will help a ton. I just don't trust them as much as I trusted last year's team. Like I don't think this team can win a national championship. Yes, right.
1: James McEnjoe
2: is a little too erratic. They got some guys that, like Flagler, had four points, I think, against OU. Great player, but disappears at times. Uh, Matt Meyer plays a bigger role on this team, and he's a bit of a knucklehead. So good enough to be a Final Four team. I think they fall just short, Elite Eight. Kansas.
1: Kansas, I think, has the best shot of anybody in the Big 12. This isn't like going out there on a limb or anything. They've got the best shot of winning the national title. I've got them all the way to the Final Four. I have Arizona beating them, but Kansas is quite capable of knocking them off and making it to the championship game and and really winning the whole thing. So I've got them Final Four. I think they're a Final Four team, um, but they could possibly even win the whole thing. But I have them getting knocked off in the Final Four.
2: The potential Kansas-Auburn game they've got a is, tough draw. in the Elite Eight mm-hmm. is a national championship-caliber game, I think.
1: Well, they've got to go through Those Iowa. The, they've got Wisconsin on that side. Yeah. Of Auburn, like you said, they've, they've got a tough bracket there to get through.
2: Kansas and Auburn, in my opinion, are the two best teams I saw all year in person. Um, and like I said, if Remy Martin's going to play, then uh, Kansas... Could win the national championship. I mean, Ochai is a special player. Uh, they have enough talent around. They're not really deep. They don't play great defense, but they play great offense. I got them losing to Auburn in the Elite Eight, but they are capable, I think, of, of uh, winning it all if they get on a heater. But I mean, Kansas's mo is they better watch out in these first couple of rounds because. They get knocked out early as often as they make a deep run. So uh, Kansas, like potentially Kansas Creighton or Kansas-San Diego State in round two could be a tricky game for them. All right, uh, break time. Chris Plank I think actually will join us for the crossover today. Is that right?
1: That's correct. I have heard from him, yeah.
2: Very exciting. We'll be back. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. You got any big St. Patrick's plans today, TJ?
1: I'm wearing green. It's about as big as my plans have
2: gotten so far. Do e- uh, Chris Plank joins us? Crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Do uh, do you guys normally do anything? You know, you go to a parade, or do you uh, go um, out to eat, or do you? TJ, I know you're a big back, beer drinker. Do back in the day, beer? I've been
1: many of years at O'Connell's. I think I've uh, I haven't been in the last couple of years. The wife's out there working the O'Connell's event right now. So now. Huh. Yeah, it started at eight a.m. this morning, Chris. I think seven or eight. Yeah, it was a big oh, party, green beer, so. green eggs and ham. It's flowing over there at O'Connell's.
0: I didn't realize it was St. Patrick's Day until you just said that, Toby. To be honest, Happy <laughs> <be> St. <Saint laughs> Patrick's Day, Chris. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. To Chris me. is still
1: on Hawaiian time.
0: I I told T.J. I'm never taking a trip like this again. I don't know how it affected you. And again, I'm not complaining by any stretch of the imagination. But I cannot get back on my on my body. My body clock It's messed up. I'm up until. Uh, Almost 2.33 o'clock last night. Same thing last year. I just can't. I don't know what it is, Toby. I've, I've had a hard time. Yesterday was terrible in, in trying to get up. So, uh, I'm getting there. But, yeah, I, happy St. Patrick's Day. I completely and totally whiffed on that being today uh, a big thing today. Look at me. Boy. I'm going to get pinched all day because I'm not wearing green now. Look out. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Uh. Well, are you ready for this weekend, Chris? Uh,
2: who, who's the best? Team that'll be at Hall of Fame Classic, other than Oklahoma,
0: um, I, maybe Iowa, maybe. Okay. But here's the thing, this this is just. I was watching Florida State and Alabama last night, Toby, and both of those teams are really good. You know i I've looked right now at college softball, and as a whole, I was talking about this yesterday. I think there's five – if we're going tiers, right, you're, you're, here's one tier, here's two tiers, here's the third tier. Oklahoma's in that top tier. But even – watch yeah, they
2: even, are the top tier.
0: But that's my point. I don't know even right now, and we got a long way to go, Montana Fouts is really good, and she's the, she's the equalizer for Alabama. I don't even know if Alabama and Florida State are in a tier that Oklahoma has the potential to be in right now. That's high praise. That might be even homeristic. But that's how good this team has the potential to be, so I was pretty good. um you know they beat the snot out of Houston down in Houston uh a couple of times, but Houston's always good for one game a year where you you look up and you think, "Wow, whoa, look that was a little tighter than we thought. So you know in, Indiana's not bad, but you know they're kind of like an Iowa state, so it, it's it's nice because of one thing and and that is you get a chance to play five different teams this weekend. It's also nice because they've sold out the lower bowl, Toby, for Saturday's nice. game That's at the awesome. USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium. 5,000 tickets have been sold. It's huge. And it's nice because it prepares you for kind of a Georgia-type trip from last year where Oklahoma's turning around and playing Kentucky on Tuesday before the start of Big 12 play against Baylor next week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited about this weekend to get out to Hall of Fame Stadium and see that crowd. But they should roll. They should roll this weekend. How about what Skip and the crew have with New Orleans? Because, you know, I got, I got 30 minutes with Skip Johnson tonight.
2: Yeah. Um, New Orleans is a solid team. I think they were picked third in the preseason poll in the Southland. A 10-5 and five start. So a solid team. They beat nice. Kansas two out of three earlier this year. Uh, a team that Oklahoma, you know, should take the series from. But they're not bad. This is not a bad baseball team. But no, they're they they they've played well. This is a seven a six game winning streak now. They've uh, they hit for some power yesterday. They got Peyton Graham back. Um, so they've done what they needed to do. You know, they this homestand, they came out of Houston a little scarred and bruised, mm-hmm. and they've come home and they've taken care of business. And they've had a couple of close games that they have pulled out yesterday being one of them. So good for them. Um, Need to keep it going. Got to keep gobbling up wins because conference plays right around the corner. And I I was thinking about you talking about softball. These things I think are fluid. You know, even in like in men's college basketball last year. Right. There were two great teams. Baylor and Gonzaga. It was hard to imagine anybody else winning the national championship. This year – I mean, who knows? You could probably pick 12 teams that legitimately have a shot, maybe more. Baseball and softball right now are at different places. Uh, I think you've got, you tell me, four to six teams that are capable of winning the national championship, maybe, in the sport of softball, maybe one. But, I mean, if we're going to be kind, there's a handful of other contenders. Is that a fair number? What would you put the number at? Capable of winning the championship
0: in hoops or in in softball. Softball, (laughs) okay. Softball. Um, what one? Yeah, no, uh, six. Six teams is what I came up with yesterday in in softball. Yeah, I think if you the same thing in college
2: baseball, you'd say I don't know thirty. You know, I mean, who who knows? Wow, that's awesome. It's so there's so much more parity that it's hard to know like Texas is the number 1 team in the country and they just get got beat by College of Charleston and Texas State so <laughs> it's just yeah that's crazy like Texas was to baseball what Oklahoma was to softball i mean wow. as far as being ranked number 1 and lost twice they've lost 5 games already yeah yeah and they're they've dropped all the way to number 2 so that's the difference in the in the two sports right now. Is it's just so evenly spread out across the country in baseball talent
0: that's that so it's cool. hard
2: to know who's good.
0: And so,
2: uh, cool. so New Orleans rolls in, and you're like, yeah, it's just New Orleans. But shoot, anybody can beat anybody in baseball. So you better you better play well. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Chris, great to have you back. Uh, have a good show today.
0: Yeah, and by the way, Marathon, man, people don't realize it. A couple of baseball games on Sunday, a basketball game on Monday, another baseball game on Tuesday. Look at you, man, just rolling. So, so exciting this time of year. Thanks, bud. Have a good show. I'll talk to you soon, t Chris Plank, Josh Helmer coming up next. Thanks to you fine folks for
2: listening today. Enjoy all of the basketball. Have a great opening day of the dance, everybody.